Memorial Health System provides comprehensive health services that meet the needs of the region we serve. And we are proud to present Memorial Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Clinical trials are research studies that explore whether a medical strategy, treatment, or device is safe and effective for humans. These studies also may show which medical approaches work best for certain illnesses or groups of people. Clinical trials produce some of the best data available for healthcare decision making. Should you think about taking part in a clinical trial, and what are some important questions that you should ask before beginning? My guest today is Joanna Lupardis. She's a registered nurse and the Medical Oncology Supervisor, Clinical Research Coordinator with Memorial Health System. Welcome to the show, Joanna. So let's start with who participates in clinical trials. Who are they generally geared toward? Well, we participate in cancer clinical trials since we are a cancer center. So our cancer patients participate in the clinical trials. We often have clinical trials that will also target community members, prevention trials. Um, We have a couple of trials coming up for smoking cessation. So it can be patients, it can be community members, it could even be the healthcare providers. So how are they beneficial for the patients? Because, Joanna, I'd like to clear up a few myths here today about clinical trials. People are sometimes hesitant to even explore their options because they're afraid of things like placebo, stuff you've heard in the media and on TV. Explain a little bit about how clinical trials work. So clinical trials, the main benefit of clinical trials are that they further the knowledge of the treatment that you are testing. So it could be new drugs. It could be equipment. It could be a patient's quality of life. Sometimes we don't know whether the treatment that the patient is getting is better than the, treat, than the standard treatment. However, you will never receive a clinical trial in which you will get less than what the standard treatment is. The benefit could be that you are, would be one of the first people who would have access to some of the newest treatments and medications that are available, even before they come available to the rest of the public on the market. When we talk about placebos, clinical trials are regulated, and they're very careful that patients would never receive any less than, than what they would get normally. The only time that you would ever receive a placebo is if there would be no treatment for that particular condition. So if it was a prevention trial, and normally you don't do anything to prevent the cancer, you might get a medication or a placebo. And I think that's an important point that you make, that people don't always understand that at least you would be getting the very standard of care and not something that isn't going to help your cancer at all, and people are afraid of that. How do you know if the clinical trial is working? Are there certain tests that then the patient goes through? How do you know? Yes. Actually, patients who are on clinical trials are monitored as closely and usually more closely than other patients. They have a lot of physicians and a lot of different people looking at their cases. So we would monitor them the way we would any patient with x-rays, with lab tests, with um, exams with their physician. So they are monitored even more closely than they would be in the standard care setting. 
Who should think about participating in a trial, Joanna? And can they, if they are participating in a trial, can they experience certain other forms of treatment, adjuvant therapies, while they're going through the trial, or is that pretty much it? The trial is usually pretty much it, especially if it's a treatment trial. Normally, we do phase two, phase three trials, so normally you would be comparing what would be considered the adjuvant treatment with the um, adjuvant treatment plus maybe the experimental arm. Um, There are trials, we have several right now, where the people would, the patient would complete the adjuvant treatment and then potentially go on a maintenance to see if we can do a better job at keeping the cancer from returning. So how does somebody find out about current trials? And, And is it difficult to get into one? Actually, eligibility criteria for clinical trials are really tight. That is the most difficult part about getting on a clinical trial because they have to be, the researchers have to be very careful to make sure that they're comparing apples to apples. You have, there are a lot of eligibility criteria that must be met before a person can participate in a clinical trial. To find out about clinical trials that are available, they can call the Cancer Center and talk to me, or they can go out to the National Cancer Institute website or the American Cancer Society website to find trials that would fit their disease or their type of cancer. So um, I can also do a clinical trial search if someone wants to know if there's a clinical trial available for them. And Marietta Memorial Hospital and Columbus Encore, who is our administrator's are listed on the NCI and the American Cancer Society website. So if you went out to look for a clinical trial, you would know if it was being done at Marietta Memorial Hospital. So you can, in a sense, help them go through those sometimes confusing steps of getting into a trial. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I do screen all of our new patients to see if they would, be, if they would fit into a trial. Tell us about the Strecker Resource Center. What does that do for patients? The Strecker Resource Center has been around since about 1996. Um, We started out with educational materials for patients and patients bringing us wigs when they would get done with their treatment and their hair would grow back, they'd return their wigs to us. We'd have them shampooed and sterilized and offer them free to our patients. So we've now grown and have developed a collaboration with the American Cancer Society so that we have one of the largest resource centers and the largest wig bank in the state of Ohio. We have American Cancer Society wigs and wigs that patients and community members have donated to us. We have educational materials. We have um, access to the internet so if someone wants to come and it on the American Cancer Society or the National Cancer Institute website. We have people who can help them do that. So our resource center is not only a place of learning for the cancer patients, but for caregivers, family members, that type of thing. What about support groups? Are they available? Is it, is it tough to find one? No, we actually have um, two support groups here. We have a support group for patients who are under treatment. And we have a survivorship support group. We also have a, a dietitian who is within the cancer center if people have questions about nutrition. We have social workers. 
We have financial counselors to help people with their financial needs. We have patient navigators. We have a breast navigator and two navigators for the other cancers. So any kind of assistance or needs that a patient may have, we're readily able to meet them and help them with through anything that they need help with. So wrap it up for us, Joanna, with your best advice about cancer patient access to clinical trials, what you want people to know that may have been diagnosed with cancer and are considering clinical trials if they've been diagnosed as stage four, or what you really want them to know about the importance of researching and some questions that they should ask about participating in a clinical trial. What I really want them to know is that the National Cancer Care Network, which is our guiding um, group for cancer care, recommends that every patient be screened or be offered a clinical trial. We would never be where we are today. I've been doing this for 31 years. And when I started out, there were maybe five or six medications for cancer. We've now gone to practically curing childhood leukemia to having um, 80 to 90% cure rate for breast cancer, and all of this is due to clinical trials. I just wanted to say that if you're, you've been diagnosed with cancer and you're looking at getting treatment, you should speak to your physician about participation in clinical trials. It is such great information and so important for people to hear and to understand about the benefit of clinical trials. Thank you, Joanna, so much for being with us today. You're listening to Memorial Health Radio, and for more information, please visit mhsystem.org. That's mhsystem.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.